Hello and welcome to (laughs) the diary of a 16 year old, which apparently in my head does not exist. I never haven't been recording since January, so it's been a good three months almost. Um, yeah, it's been crazy. It's been a lot of stuff has happened, which I know you like think maybe wouldn't, but it has, and it's been overwhelming. I'm sure everyone has been there though. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, my, I had swim team start. I talked about that. I think in my last podcast, swim team started. That was really exciting. It was really fun. I was only a couple girls, and I like got to hang out with my best friends and be with them most of the time. So it was super fun. The cooch is super nice. It was um it was a really cool experience, I think. It was a really good season. I'm sad to see one of my favorite seniors leave cuz she is one a great swimmer, two just a great person. And I'm going to miss having her. Also, I'm recording this podcast at 11:30 at night. I have to wake up at 6:30. I have my retainer in, so I might sound weird. <laughs> um, you should feel lucky. I turned off my sound machine to record this. I'm laying down in bed. So, I don't know. I just haven't talked in a minute, and a lot of stuff has happened. And I thought that I would update for myself, because this is... A lot has happened. Um... I don't know if I should go in order. I'm just going to say whatever I think of when it hits me. Swim season ended. I decided to be the swim team manager. The boys swim team manager. Because the coach is letting me get in and swim. And I have to stay fit for water polo. Which is happening in a couple days. It's the first day. It starts on May 3rd. So that's exciting. Um, Water polo is happening really soon. I'm really nervous for it. I haven't played mostly since my freshman year. So two years almost. Because um, last year we only had two weeks of practice before everything got shut down for COVID. So I haven't played in a really long time. And a lot of the girls that were on the swim team are going to be on the water polo team. So that makes me feel like a little bit more comfortable because I know a lot of people. But I'm also like in swimming, I know that I'm like the top five people in swimming. I know I'm good at it. I know all the things like I feel I I would feel comfortable coaching the team. Um, Which in water polo, I'm like, okay, but I'm not super comfortable. I only had one full year. So I'm not uh, 100% sure how that's going to go. I'm really excited though. It's boys and girls together, which I don't love. I've learned a lot about the boys from from managing the boys swim team. They are very sexist and mean and say awful things. That's ridiculous to us. Um, they're also just not the brightest people. Um, so there's that. But I'm faster than a lot of them and I think not I don't want to like brag or whatever I'm not the fastest swimmer like I'm not that fast but I'm faster than a lot of them 
And I think that that is like intimidating, I guess, or just makes them feel bad about themselves. They feel like they have to act macho. If you are a guy out there, do not. If you think, if you like feel bad about yourself, the best thing to do is just be a nice person because just being a nice person gets you so much farther in life than acting like you know everything. It's just, it's ridiculous. So if any of the boys from that swim team are listening, a lot of you guys were really rude to us and acted like you were perfect or super like, I'm a man, so I'm I'm smart and lift things. I don't know. But not the nicest to us but you know um boys swim team is doing senior night and this is an example of them like just not listening to us we had just done a covid senior night for the girls swim team me and my best friend planned all of it and scheduled everything we had balloons we had baskets with a bunch of goodies and balloons and flowers and a little picture wall um and we had a full thing where everyone would do speeches and it was like I painted I hand painted all of the bags with their name and a design on it so it took I probably spent like five hours just on the bags and my best friend and I went shopping we collected a lot of things we did a lot of work for this senior night like we put a lot of time in um and the boys swim team we went and we offered we're like hey We had to figure out how to do this with COVID. We can totally help you. We can help you figure out everything out. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind helping. Like, I'll volunteer my time, which is already so busy. And we got yelled at. We were told we're handling it. And we were very rudely talked down to. And so they said they're handling it. And so two days from now is their senior night. And I think it's just going to consist of a bunch of boys standing in a line saying speeches. We had speeches too, but we also had like gifts and fun stuff and they're just doing speeches, I think. And who even knows if people will be prepared for that. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know. If you're a boy or any person, I'm not trying to say that like boys are like this and girls are like this because I don't believe that. But in this situation, the boys swim team was like this. And I'm a girl, so. If you are a human being and you need help with something, just accept the help and don't be disrespectful. Even if you don't want to accept the help, you can still be very respectful. They could have said, hey, you know what, we can just figure it out on our own. Thank you, though, for the help and the offering. That was really nice. But we're okay. It's not that hard. Just an extra sentence instead of yelling and saying, no, we got it, bye. Being very disrespectful and yelling at us from across the room. It's just not... It's not the nicest. So, anyways, that was a tangent, but we'll see how their senior night goes. And then, oh yeah, I have to be on the water polo team with them. So, it'll be even worse when we're swimming with them and playing with them. And they think that they're going to be so great and so much better than us. So, we'll see. Um, Not all of them are bad. A couple of them are really nice. Um... But we will see how that goes. Who knows? Um, I We had our COVID one-year quarantine anniversary 
on March 13th, 2021. I reached one year of quarantine, which is crazy that it's been a year. It feels like it's been my whole life, but also no time at all, if that makes any sense. I feel like so much of me has changed. Like, I become, like, a very different person, I think. But then I think back and I'm like, but I haven't lived at all. I haven't lived anything. I've just been in my room, not learning anything, but pretending I am. And um, every month doing, like, one small activity. Um, so that's been crazy. I honestly don't know what I would do without my dog. She's literally in my family, in my family. But my dog, especially, like, she just deals with me hugging her all the time. I don't know how what I would do without her. And my cat, oh my gosh. My cat, um, Cookie will come sit on my lap when I do my art class. I'm taking an art class right now. And, um, she'll come sit in my lap and... Um, watch me do my art class. It's really cute. Um, that keeps me sane. Animals keep people sane. If you are not an animal person, I don't know what keeps you sane. <laughs> Maybe you're not sane. I know I'm not, but um, I love my animals. So a full year in quarantine is insane. And the thing is, people are going back to normal. Um, the high school that I attend usually I'm doing running start so that means I have separate classes the high school that I um, would have had classes at is hybrid right now so they're half in person people go two days a week and a lot of private schools like one that my friend goes to is a hundred percent in person which is crazy numbers have never been higher well I don't know if that's true and that fact check me but numbers are really really high but people are still moving on with their lives I guess still doing sports still doing school you know going to work restaurants are opening I think sorry sorry um so there's that um but positive to why everything might be okay is vaccines are out. I was able to get my first vaccine shot on April 16th, I believe. I think it was April 16th, um, 2021. So exciting. It was really an interesting experience. Oh, I got it on the 15th, my vaccine, by the way, if you're wondering. Got it on the 15th. Um, I'll have to look at the calendar. It was really weird. So, I am 18 and under, but I'm 16 and up, so I was able to get mine. Um, it opened for that my age group on the 15th and so my mom was refreshing websites and getting all these things because I have no health concerns so I had to wait a really long time a lot of people got it before me my mom got it way before me so did my dad they both are fully vaccinated um my sister and I had to wait a little bit longer because it wasn't open to us um so she finally found this spot and there's like a million appointments and we're like okay we'll do this one 
let's just get a date as soon as I can get it. You know, let's just get my vaccine because it's... If you are debating getting your vaccine, please just consider how helpful it will be for your life in the long run. Because they're talking about maybe you have to have your vaccine to fly at some point. You have to have your vaccine to go to different countries. You have to have your vaccine to go to school, possibly. You know, even if it's not, even if you're have, or even if you're skeptical about it, which I don't think you should be. It's very, very, very highly tested and um, researched and put together by amazing professionals who put a lot of time and effort into it which and it was just sped up because they put so much money and time into it unlike other vaccines where they don't put this much money and time into it anyways that's not the point get your vaccine please please just get your vaccine um if you can and if you're have the ability to um anyways um yes my mom finally found this appointment and we got there and there was a line around the building and we were like what the heck because when my mom and dad got their vaccine it was both like appointment and went by appointment which ours was by appointment too and um there was like five other people there and they just went in got their vaccine and left and it wasn't a big you know a million people there um not there was a million but there was a lot um so we had to stand in this line that was wrapped around the building and we stood in the line I don't know how long it was my mom said it was like waiting for Disneyland (laughs) and we had we had to go through two different lines fill out paperwork do all the things and then finally they were going pretty fast the line was long but they were like getting through it really quick it was not a bad system and I walk into this room, and it looks like just a community center, kind of, if you could picture it. Like, it was definitely a medical center, but it looked like, it was, like, carpeted, which I feel like medical centers usually aren't. Maybe it was just the room that they did it in. And they had me and five other people. So it was my sister and I, and then three other people, and they we sat in a semicircle. And you know those chairs that they have at, like, the doctor, like, the they have like wood legs and like the cushiony seat that we are sitting in those um and she went around the nurse I or doctor I don't know who um had all of our shots set up and she went around and I was the first in line which I regret now I just sat somewhere because it was a semicircle, and I just sat down and it happened to be the first person that had to get shot and I was like oh my gosh okay um and I she just, we were all sitting in a semicircle, and she just went around and shot everyone, um, it was really interesting, sorry, I'm moving in my bed, you might hear it, sorry, 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 um, it was really cool and interesting, um, definitely felt like, like, group therapy or something, the way we were sitting, but it was, I don't care, as long as I got my shot, and then I had to wait my 15 minutes, and then I was good, the whole thing took, like, an hour and a half, maybe, around, um, so it wasn't that bad. It was definitely worth it. My arm was a little bit sore, but it was not bad at all. It was just like getting a flu shot, the soreness for me, um, which I was very lucky to have, but it was really exciting. I go back in a week or week and a half. I don't know. 
I've already waited a while. I go back in a little bit to get my second shot. I heard that that one is supposed to be a little bit harder on your body. Some people get a little bit sick, but I don't know. I'm willing to get sick for even a week if I can be fully vaccinated. So I don't care at all about that. So I'm really excited to get be fully vaccinated. I cannot wait to at least feel a little bit more comfortable seeing people and going to stores all of the things all of the things so there is that um i have new classes that started um, this the beginning of this month um i'm almost done last quarter before summer and then I have one more year left in high school and then I'm done. This has been the most stressful year of my life, 110%. Like, I think I can say that. Maybe that's not true. I feel like it is, but I also moved, so that might have been stressful. And I'm just, like, thinking this is worse. Um, but this is really hard. I'm taking human biology, which is the worst course for me, I'm not really a science person, and this course is 100% online. All of my courses are. My professor does not have Zoom class meetings, so that means she gives us a sheet of stuff to memorize, and then a lab, and then a quiz every week, and that's my instruction. It is awful. The only reason I am doing semi-okay so far in that class is because of my beautiful sister, Jessica, who is a science, biology, chemistry major who is helping me through everything. And I still don't understand. I don't think I've learned anything yet in that class. It's terrible. So hard. I can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> but um, midterms are coming up next week. I have to study and figure out what I'm going to do for that. But anyways, I'm taking a political science class which is really interesting because I think a lot of stuff in the world has happened which has made me more aware of politics and the government, American government. So it's been interesting in that sense. Um, I have a lot of essays to write and the first one I did so bad on. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and then I'm taking an art class which is super low stress for me. Um, but it's really fun. It's just time that I can just, I sit and I listen to a podcast or I um, listen to music or something and I just do my art casually and I don't really worry about if it looks perfect or I just do my thing and it's really, it's really nice. Um, sorry, I'm getting like really hot in my bed so I might adjust more. I'm getting tired so I might have to end this podcast early. I know it's only been 20 minutes but I'm sleepy but let's I my last podcast was about college I don't know if I'd taken the SAT yet or not I took the essay I don't think I did I definitely didn't okay yeah I know I took the SAT on March 24th two days after my birthday oh by the way I'm 17 now 17 dancing queen um I'll talk about that later but I took my SAT two days after my birthday. I did not study 
at all for it. I just went in blind. I was lucky enough to have a couple of my friends that I knew taking the test too, so I wasn't alone. It wasn't bad. For me, it felt easier than the um, PSAT, but then I got my scores back. They weren't great, but um, I talked to my counselor this morning about everything, and she said that um, colleges aren't even looking this year at SAT or ACT scores. So I don't really need to worry about my scores. So that's good. I might take it again in October just because they have like a SAT day for seniors. So I might just stop in to that and see if I can do any better just in case um, they do look. But I also took the ACT because one of my friends recommended I take it because she took it and did way better on that than she did on the SAT. And she really recommends it because that's science and that's easier for a lot of people. So, oops, sorry. Um, so I took that. I did so bad. I didn't study for that either. Um, but I'm not really worried too much about it. Um, it is what it is. So <sighs> I don't know. I don't have any further college ideas I don't know my parents are planning a college road trip to go look at a bunch of colleges figure out where I want to go I have no idea don't know what I want to do with my life that's uh, a big source of anxiety but whatever um and then I had my birthday it was kind of uneventful just because I can't really do a lot in COVID and I also don't have a lot of friends to celebrate with so it wasn't like a big deal I didn't do a lot um, I had a small birthday party with the pinata, and then I had my family, um, give me gifts, it was really fun, um, I had two birthdays now in quarantine, <laughs> two big ones too, 16 and 17, but I don't know, I'm not really a big, I don't love birthdays, so I feel like it's forced attention on you, you know, people are like, feel like they've, they're, forced to be nice to you or like forced to do what you want to do which I just don't like that energy I don't know I don't like that I rather people just do what they want to do and we all work out well together if that makes sense but I don't know I don't like forced stuff and birthdays feel very forced um but it was still really fun that's why I like my birthday it wasn't too forced my mom's birthday is a day before mine so we always get to celebrate together which I really like and that was really fun for us I had a good time it wasn't too eventful but it was perfect um for what I wanted I guess um I knew I wanted to talk about something else but I cannot remember oh mm, I remember I am I don't know how to say this without coming off like I don't know I'm definitely experiencing one of my first major I don't know if it's depressive episodes or just I really talk to anybody about it like people know but I'm having a huge anxiety depression spike right now I'm just having a really hard time having motivation to do anything I think I've had it all year but it's just it's like coming to a breaking point because I've been pretending that I'm okay for so long that it's just so much weight on me and that's finally like too much um classes are so hard that I just 
I mean, I've never before understood why kids drop out because I honestly, every class I've taken has usually been pretty easy for me. I get it now, especially if you don't have a family who cares about your grades. I get it. It's school's so hard and I feel like I have to make all my life plans right now and I have no idea what I want to do. And I feel like every single step that I make every day is affecting my future and it is and it's not even something that I don't I don't think it can be debated when I took the SAT if I don't if I do horrible with this then call I can't get into I don't have every single option of college and I have to go maybe go to one that I didn't want to go to or if I fail one of my classes colleges will see that and see that I fail college classes and not accept me or and then I also will fail that class and have to retake it it's just so many things happening all at once I'm getting older and I feel like I'm not really living my life to the fullest and I feel like I'm way behind everyone in everything constantly and it's very very overwhelming I feel like I'm addicted to my phone but then if I don't have something to do on my phone then I'm thinking too much it's it's been really really hard to want to do anything at all and I have so much work and so much stuff I need to do to the point where I just shut down and I'm like well I don't care anymore I'm just going to not even think about it And it is so unhealthy. I had a really, really big breakdown where I just couldn't stop crying because I, it was one of my, maybe my first week of school or second week of school. I think it was my first. And I was still figuring out my classes and I didn't realize how long my biology labs would take. And I also pushed them off because I didn't want to do it because it's the, the introduction to the class was so overwhelming. What? Okay, side note. Teachers and professors need, if you are hearing this, if you are worried about your students' mental health, then do not present the class saying, which my biology professor and political science professor and a little of my art professor, all preach, and most of my professors I've had, preach, this class is really hard. You have to work really, really hard to even get a B. This class takes uh, 15 hours a week to do. This course takes this long. And if you're not putting this many hours in, you will fail. And just, I, when you forget that, I shut down personally. I'm like, well, if you're telling me that I'm not going to pass and I haven't even started doing the lessons, then why should I try? You know? So if you're a professor out there, or at least maybe you have professors like this and you can sympathize, it is not helpful to have someone tell you that you're going to fail before you even start trying. (laughs) It's ridiculous. And I I don't know why they want students to feel so overwhelmed. (laughs) But they do. And I don't get it. But anyways, um, my first week, I was really overwhelmed with classes. And I procrastinated until the weekend to do a lot of my work. And my parents, last minute, were like, hey, we're going to go over to our really like big family friends. They're like my best friend 
and her family and my mom's best friend like they're basically our family they're like so close and I really wanted to hang out with my one of my friends because I we don't really like talk on the phone we really just see each other when our families meet it's just like the way we work and I was like mom I cannot go I like I can't go I have so much work to do and so I decided to stay home and I got my parents got home and were telling me how sad my friend was that I couldn't come and I just started breaking down I was like I'm failing at literally everything in life I'm failing at classes I'm failing at college prep I'm failing at friendships I'm failing at relationships I'm like I am failing at every single thing I'm doing and it was it's terrible and I still feel this way a little bit it's really hard for me to even like do my class well but um Anyways, I've had a really hard time with that recently, but I'm working, I'm trying to work through it. I just, honestly, I need to get through these next couple months of school, and I think that when summer comes, I'll feel so much better, honestly. Also, we had a really big patch of sun, and I'm telling you, when, what's, what's the word for it? Like, winter depression? I know that you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, seasonal depression, that's what it is is so real and like I'm not saying that like my depression left when the sun came but I felt a lot better when vitamin d hit my skin I was like okay I'm all right and I wasn't just sitting in all of my angst and stress I could see outside and see everything's gonna be okay in the long run hopefully (laughs) um anyways I hope that wasn't too depressing at the end but I need to go to bed. I'm so sleepy. I don't even know what I said. But that was a really big update on where I've been, how my life is going. I'm sure I missed a million things that I want to talk about. But that is all I'm going to do for tonight. Thank you for listening. If you did, thank you to Future Me for getting through this year because it is sucking so bad. And I cannot wait for time that isn't like this. But um, anyways, I will hopefully not forget about my podcast and leave it for three months. But that was a huge update. I hopefully will talk again soon. So bye.